Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. It's one of my favorite shows of the year. This is your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so glad to be here with you today. The music in the background is from our good buddy, Mr. Drew Holcomb. His new album, Dragons, just came out this fall. It's so good. And we're getting ready to switch over to Christmas music. Want to make sure you're enjoying that Dragons album on your own a lot. It is really, really good. So today on the show, we've done this a couple of years in a row, getting ready for the Christmas season, getting ready for Advent. The gals from She Reached Truth came to the office and sat down, and we got to talking about some real stuff today. I think you're really going to enjoy it. So we're going to talk about Advent and our lives and get ready to celebrate the holiday season. So here is Amanda Bible-Williams and Rachel Myers from She Reached Truth. Amanda Bible-Williams. Hello. And the other voice, Rachel Myers. It's a decent voice. It's not the best voice. <laughs> it's our fan fiction voice. Yeah. So, um, Amanda, will you talk about that for a second? About Toby, sure. your son, and Russ's son were in the same They were in the same home? group foster home in Beijing, and it's a foster home for um, kids with congenital heart defects. Mm-hmm. And so they grew up. Um, and Rebecca Lyon's daughter, Joy, Joy as well. Mm-hmm. Also. And so the three, those three, um, kind of the three amigos, three musketeers, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. Uh, the three BFFs, they were the three oldest kids for a couple of years in this okay. foster home of a dozen kids total. Like yeah. there was there was always a maximum of about 12 kids. And so they were just all really close. And then um, Toby was our, our, our son, Toby, was the first to be adopted in that crew. And then um, and then Joy Lyons and then Theo Ramsey. Yeah. And now they all live in Nashville. Like. In the same part, y'all live in the Franklin. same, yeah. So, and they all, and our, you know, we're all friends, and we can get them together and let them play. I know you put this on Instagram, but will you talk about when the first time Theo came and saw Toby at the hospital? Because your son oh, Toby, since we recorded the Advent show last year, mm-hmm. has been in the hospital almost a full year. He was yes, he yeah. was in the hospital just a couple weeks shy of a year. And um, and so Theo came to visit him for the first time since China at the hospital. So they hadn't seen each other in over a year and because Toby came home in July of 18. And mm-hmm. so they saw each other in, let's see, it would have been like late August, early September mm-hmm. of 19. And it was just so sweet because so much had changed. So Theo grew a lot. Like he, that age, you know, from from four to five or three yeah. to four, whatever he yeah. was when we saw him last, um, he had just gotten a lot taller and like he just a lot, lost a lot of a his baby different. face, yeah. you know, it was so sweet. And Toby had changed a lot um, because he now had many medical issues that he didn't have and medical accessories that he didn't have. And so we didn't know. It's a confusing thing to come to America and then see each other Right. I mean, how do you even communicate that? Like, Mm -hmm. by the way, Theo's coming. I know this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, we just kind of tried to ramp up for a very long time. Yeah. And we do have the benefit of the Internet. So like being able to watch each other's stories on, they keep up with each other on Instagram. Yeah, they really (laughs) did. I mean, they, we would send, they really did. And we would send, I mean, I joke that I'm Toby's social media manager anyway. My Instagram is no longer my own. No. But, um, but yeah, so they would keep up with with each other. And so they, you know, had seen photos of one another, you know, recently. So this Mm -hmm. wasn't, and we occasionally send a video, but um, so uh, Meredith, who was, 
essentially their foster mom in China. Slash my um, roommate when she's in America. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even talk about it. I know. I haven't I'm told so anybody. Excited. We haven't even talked about it yet, but we will today. Do you know that? <laughs> I do. Yeah. It's so exciting. And so so she happened to be, as the Lord would have it, in town yeah. when they reunited um, in the hospital and and then um, Lee, Russ and his um, his wife Lisa and then David and I and our other three kids were yeah. there, and it was precious. I held it together until I looked at Meredith and saw that she was not holding it together either, yeah. and then we both just sort of collapsed. But it was just really really sweet. It took them just a minute. You know, they were a little bit. They weren't standoffish really. They just sort of looked at each other. And then, um, and, and Theo was concerned about Toby's ventilator and trach and his tubes and everything. And, and so Meredith told him in Chinese, like it helps him breathe. And Mm -hmm. that's really all he needed. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay. Yeah. And then, um, and then Toby, you know, just sort of watched and, and took it all in for a little while. And then five minutes into the visit, they were just playing like no time had passed. Yeah. And it was really, really sweet. The they, pictures y'all posted them in the bed together, mm-hmm. sitting oh, next to each other, I was Here's dying. the thing. I don't, because they couldn't communicate with through language because Toby now speaks English mm-hmm. and Theo is now learning English. But at this the time of this visit, he had almost no English words, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just a few. And but they would communicate, you know, the way that kids do, because kids don't really need language anyway. That's you know right. what I mean? Like they just they just play. Yep. And I mean, the adults are the ones who get really caught up. That's in, right. Like what to say and all of that. And so they just there was something about them being together. They just sort of settled in. Yeah. And there was just a, a contentment and like a peace in the two of them. And I can only speak for Toby, but like I just hadn't I saw him relax in a way mm. that I hadn't seen in a long yeah. time mm. um, because he had been, you know, through an awful lot in the hospital. But they just sat in the bed and played together. And the 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 video that broke the Internet was mm-hmm. when Toby's just like looking at Theo and he just reaches over and like pats, pats him on the him head. On that head. It's, it's the moment. I was it's dying. Like, it's like you're really here. Yeah. And like it was just. But it was casual precious. because as Toby does, he had one you know, ankle slung up over his knee. Yeah. Casually. <laughs> Trademark. That's right. That's Trademark. right. And then he just like kind of looking, like not even looking, just kind yeah. of looking around the room, just swings his arm yeah. up yeah. and just pats him on the head, touches yeah. his hair a little. It's just really sweet. Just, it was like a very normal moment. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And now Toby's home. And now Toby's home. That's awesome. <sighs> yeah. Here's my question for both of you to answer separately. I don't care who goes first. <laughs> what do you know about God and the Bible that you did not know a year ago? Oh, man. That's a really good question. Thank you. My dad loves when people say that. <laughs> <laughs> Annie's dad, this is yeah. a very good question. <laughs> you know, I don't know what I would say. I mean, I know that I've learned things for sure. Um, I think that there are some things about Scripture and about Jesus that I know to a different level or depth mm. than I did before. Like the the presence of God means something different to me now than it did. And I don't know that I can articulate it yet. Um, but Do you just, have more questions or more answers than you did a year ago? Oh, for sure, questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that I'm a little... Uh, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this accurately. Me too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. I think that I feel... Not less like frustrated by the number of questions because there are definitely more, um, like a whole stack of new ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but I feel like I feel le- less of an urgency to know the answers to all the questions. Mm. So I 
I think because there are some questions that I have that I don't know that I want to know right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know that I want human Amanda to know the answer to human sure. Amanda's question. That's right. That's right. Um, because I, in a lot of ways, and this, I don't know if this is a personality trait, faith trait, um, of that's unique to me, but in a lot of ways, um, there are some things that I just need to trust that I just need to trust. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it doesn't mean that I don't ask and I don't wrestle, but I'm, I'm content with, I'm more content with the volume of questions that I have than I used to be. Yeah. You may have to edit that to be more concise. Why? No, 0%. <laughs> that's 100% Well, because true. just trying to think through it. And the, and the truth is, you know, we were talking earlier about processing emotional things. And the truth is I've processed very little mm-hmm. of the last year. Yeah, because um, you were keeping everybody uh, together keeping and alive. <laughs> yeah, just keeping afloat. Yeah. What would you say, Ray? I think a year ago, I um, I believed that the Bible was true yeah. and like believed that it was trustworthy. And I believed that um, I believed that it wasn't going to crumble. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if I look back on the last year and even look back at like Rachel a year ago, I think that I actually didn't fully believe that. Mm. I think mm. that... Um, I, there were certain corners of scripture that I was afraid to look too hard at or, you know, yeah. certain. Um, Gosh, so many of us feel that. And mm-hmm. and just if I'm afraid that if I look too hard, something will fall apart and that everything will. And, and it was never conscious. But I think that this and the only reason that I know that this is probably the case is because we are so challenged at, in our work to look hard at scripture. Yeah. And when something doesn't make sense to look even harder and to draw the connections. Versus and, I get to be like, oh, quiet time's but, over. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go, gotta get to work. <laughs> but we look and then we look deeper and you know, John Greco is our content director mm-hmm. and and he, I feel like, has led us in that, in, in, in looking hard at the things that don't make sense because he just leads with this power and this confidence that there is no level of scrutiny Mm-hmm. that can make scripture fall apart. Mm. Amen. And yeah. I believe that more now than ever. And yeah. it's been really incredible to look at the hard things and to there look at the things no that don't make sense. There is no scrutiny that can make scripture fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. And Sorry, keep going. I got so into that sentence for a second. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so, like, scrutinize away. Yeah. And it's not, you know, like C.S. Lewis says through Sweet Lucy and the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. Or not, nope, that's not even the one. Through the Chronicles of Narnia, yeah. though. I don't remember which book, Amanda, you might know. But she says, you know, about Aslan, is he safe? And the answer is no. You know, mm-hmm. he's not safe, but he's good. Mm-hmm. He's good. And, I, and so I'm not saying that Scripture is safer than I thought it was a year ago at this yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but I do know that it's solid. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I actually have real thoughts about that quote. I would like for us to talk about that quote for a minute. Yeah. Because I actually do find God very safe. Yeah. Even when he oh, doesn't good. do what I think he's going to do. Yeah. I have a real issue with how often. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about. No, yeah, I want I, to. I, I was like, I want us to talk about this because I, I love that. say it a lot. Yeah. It depends on how you define safety. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Because I can look at the last year and think, oh, very you know, this is not safe. Yeah. Because I think the other the other thing that I've learned in addition I mean I've I've asked a lot of things and some of them have still gone unanswered a lot of them but also you know I I, I often say that um, God is who he says he is yes and so what I know what I still know is that God is who he says he is even in times when because when when bad things happen a lot of times there's 
there's an explanation or, you know, the only, the other people that I've watched pass away very close to me. Um, and I'm using this analogy because Toby came very, very close multiple times to, to leaving this earth. And so the other people that I've watched go through something like that, it was like my dad and my aunt, mm-hmm. both older, both like you can kind of explain those, those in terms that, that make sense. Mm-hmm. And I know so many people listening have like m- many, you know, people that they've lost that they're close to that where it's tragic and makes no sense. I mean, yeah. all loss is tragic. All death is tragic. But to be in the room where Jesus is with my boy, whom Jesus has not chosen to heal in the way that I'm asking, mm-hmm. and not for lack of asking, Listen. and not for number of people asking. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, and not for lack of specific prayers, all the things that you're taught to do. Like, and not I still, that I didn't fast enough, or not that mm-hmm. we didn't do I Right. Mean, literally, we filled the bowl as hard as you could fill a bowl to see if it would tip right. over. Right. I mean, we used yeah. to joke about how people, you know, how saints in heaven were probably like, who is this Toby kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I just keep hearing his name. Yeah. And I think you know, that about Lindsay Bondi's daughter. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ava. Where I'm like, Don't exactly. you know that Lord. the angels know Ava loves Yeah. Name. People mm-hmm. are like, who's that girl yeah. right. in heaven? Like, who's right. that that everybody is talking about? Mm-hmm. But for reasons that we don't understand, right. you know, prayer is effective and prayer has power, but we don't get to define what those things mean, mm-hmm. what effectiveness and power mean mm-hmm. in this situation. God does. And so uh, we did not get the end. We we did get the end that we were hoping for and that, that our son is alive and the essence yes. of him has been preserved. That's and we right. praise the Lord for that because that is a gift, mm-hmm. you know, and people see that and say, God is good. And I say, yes, God is good. He's just as good with Toby in his very fragile medical form as he was if Toby had had a two-week recovery like we were hoping, a mm-hmm. best-case scenario. Mm-hmm. God is just as good. Mm-hmm. He is who he says he is, and he is the same. And in having walked through things where many, 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 many prayers were answered, no, or not right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or I have something else that I'm doing. Right. And I think coming back to, you know, Annie, you're saying like, well, is he safe question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that it's not so much your definition of safe so much as like, what is your hope? Mm-hmm. You know, if your mm-hmm. hope is, you know, that, that things will be fine. Well, then no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or if things will be fine, you know, as we say, under the sun, the side of heaven. Yeah. Um, but if your hope is in Christ, if your hope is in eternity, then yeah, yeah. he is safe because that is unshakable. Like first and second Peter, they t- it is the unfailing, like, what's the, what is the, like, if there's the three words, why can't I think of them right now? Um, unfading. Undefiled, unfading. Imperishable. Imperishable hope that yeah. we have. And, and so, yeah, that is safe. Yeah. yeah. It is secure. If you think of safe as in dependable, reliable, like consistent. Behaves the way you think it will. <laughs> right. Like doesn't change, you know, refuge, rock, oh, like right. all sorry, of these sorry, words sorry. from the Psalms. Yes, you're right. Sorry, then sorry. yes, like unchanging. But if you think of safe as behaves this the way isn't going to yeah. behaves yeah. the way you think it will, or this isn't going to hurt, mm-hmm. then like, I mean, then we should know because mm-hmm. Jesus promises like, sorry, and like, if you trouble. think That's it's going to be clip. easy, you haven't been on the planet long enough. No. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't know Christians or non-Christians mm-hmm. who by the time they're 35 go like, this thing's going great. Yeah. Or if you think it's going to be fair. Yeah. Oh, like, listen. I know I can't. I not, and that's where I really have not processed. Yeah. Because my, you know, child at the tender age of five. Mm-hmm. You can hear these ambulance Right. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, that's that's the. I mean, talk about safe and right. unsafe, right. and not being able to know and, what to expect. Right. But but mm-hmm. what I know is that you know what is what happened to Toby Fair. No, 
is what happened to Toby Jest. So if you like up the ante a little mm. bit, like is this Jest? Well, no. It Will it be made Jest one day? Yeah. I mean, I believe that God's redeeming currently. Yes. And mm-hmm. and I believe that he is currently redeeming the situation, that he mm-hmm. is currently healing Toby, and that one day Toby will be healed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what will that look like? I don't know. Yeah. Is that on this side of the heaven? Uh, this side of heaven? Well, no, probably not, because I'm not going to be healed fully on this side of heaven. Right. I mean, right. I am broken in many ways, yeah. more than just physical ways, you yeah. know? And so anyway, you can talk about this for... It's hard to talk about, yeah. and so, you can't pin it down. So we're working on a plan for this spring. It won't come out for a little while still, but it's called The Promises of God, mm-hmm. which is a tall order. I mean, a taller right. order than you expect. And and it kind of came out of this place of going like, what what exactly are the promises of God? Who were they promised to? What's the context? Yeah. What promises are for me? Yes. And I sat down with Amanda and John and just went like, I know that this, like, it's so... Um, we get how to do a study on the book of Genesis. Like we get how to approach a book of the Bible, but how do we approach something like the promises of God? Um, And how do you fit that into a two-week plan or a four-week? Like where do you even begin? Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the days, so I've just been kind of reviewing this plan as the the team's been putting it together. And one of the days, you know, because each day title is a promise, and one of the days is in this in this world you will have trouble. John sixteen thirty three. Like, oh, good. That's yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. But like, but but truly, like, if we yeah. think, if we want to know what are the promises, what are our guarantees, Jesus tells his disciples, and he tells all believers, in this world you will have trouble, and he follows it with, yeah. but take heart, for I have overcome the world. Yeah. And so that answers the question: Is it is it safe? Well, no. But is it safe? Yes. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Yeah. And it's, I mean, we've been talking about it a lot on here recently about prayer in general. And we kind of do. It's yeah. Pastor Kevin's fault, the pastor of the pod, because mm-hmm. he always likes talking about prayer. So it's flooding into all the people who go to our church, which is me. Mm-hmm. Um, but because then on the other side, we have friends like our one of our teenage friends, Sohela, yeah. Who's, yeah. who's in the hospital as we're recording, who two days ago had a mass in her lung, and now it's not there like they thought. Right. But, and, and we would all say Praise it's Jesus. a miracle that yeah. God right. changed the story because people prayed. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we also see him do things that are miracles. Mm-hmm. 100%. And yeah. so then you just, it is, it, it, we all have things that we want that we don't have. Right. And we pray for other people to get them and they do. They get pregnant. They get married. They get the job they want. They get mm-hmm. the thing they want. They get the, and then other people you go, well, how many people are praying that she'll get to have a baby mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. hasn't? Or right. that do you need a get... bigger social media account? Is that is, right. it, is it a, is a that, follower that account? That just can't be it. No, well, it can't be it. And I, I think you know. I mean, I, you I don't. Mean, to be clear, I say that in jest. Yes, 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 <laughs> dear, right. dear everyone. You don't need more Instagram followers for God to answer your prayers. No, no. Um, I would venture to say the less the better <laughs> when it comes to your soul. The Probably. prayer of the prayer of one righteous person. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and. Don't mishear me. <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying that we didn't get a miracle with Toby oh. because we got, oh, I know, but just for like those yes. who don't know the story, like we got a, a boatload of miracles that I will never probably be able to fully unpack yeah. in the rest of my days here um, on under the sun on mm-hmm. this side of heaven. And so I, I wonder if it it is, and this is easy to say, well, it's not because I mean my child is still very fragile. But to to w- wish or hope for a, a certain outcome, mm-hmm. and th- that that's the miracle, I don't think that that's wrong. But I think we'd be remiss to to also not identify all of the miracles. I mean, I just think that everything is miraculous. I mean, the fact that yeah. that Toby even 
is part of our family is a miracle yeah, in itself. I mean, right. after going through adoption, I would say in, in jest, like that adoption is as much a miracle as childbirth mm. <laughs> because it is so, so many things have to come together. Yes. I mean, the paperwork alone is ridiculous. I was about to say the amount of paperwork y'all did and the money. I mean, all of it. The it paperwork, no paperwork, the money. to get pregnant. <laughs> Sometimes. That's what I've heard. Sometimes. <laughs> the timing, like all of it in just the preservation of like a child's life, depending on their circumstance, all of it. Yeah. And so, you know, Toby's life is a miracle. Yeah. Um, we Did we get some of the specific miracles that we we hoped for and we prayed for and we wished for no but are there many many that probably we we have not even yet named that yeah. we did witness yeah yeah and um you know and 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 so i do think i mean i think that god heals and i think that um 100% he is the god who can turn a mass into a nothing yeah Mm-hmm. You know, into something treatable with with a round of antibiotics, which we are still praying like now. I was praying on the way to this microphone yeah. for that very thing. Yeah. I've um, been waking up about every two hours, and really? not on purpose. Yeah. Just the Lord's woke me up, and I go, "Hey, I'm going to bring Sahela." Is it always so Hala that you pray yeah. for? Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, this week. Yeah. 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 Do you wake up a lot? No. No, that's mm-hmm. just happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. I had a season where that was happening maybe six weeks ago where okay. I was praying for something. Oh, it was Ava. I mean, yeah. it was Ava. Yeah. It was Ava Shabandi. Yeah. That's why I was like, there was someone I was praying for. And every yeah. time I woke up, I was like, all, all right, Lord, let's go. Yeah. All right, yeah. call me. I'm, I can lose 12 minutes of sleep 100%. over this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And y'all would both still say after this last year that it has been hard for you medically, hard for right. you professionally, hard right. for you relationally, mm-hmm. you would still say prayer works. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And I, I mean, I believe God hears our prayer. I believe God has called us to pray. I believe that he works through prayer, um, not just in the outcome of the situation we're praying for, but in the hearts of the people who are praying. Yes. Mm. Um, I have so many (laughs) beautiful people that I will never meet in person who have either been praying for Toby or here's the the thing that it's really hard for me to wrap my minds around. Their children have been praying for Toby, mm-hmm. just like with Ava Love, yeah. you know, their, their children have been praying. And when, when he finally came home, I think I, I posted on Instagram much later because I was afraid to, I, it was, you know, it had to be like a thing that I had to be prepared to receive yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. everyone's jubilation, which is great. But, um, it, went much I, later. it was, it was about, it was like yeah, it was week. about a week. Yeah. And so, but I posted it late at night mm-hmm. and so many um, moms or dads were like, I can't wait to tell my kids when they wake up Yeah, because they, I saw parents praying. saying, I want to go wake my kids up right now oh. right? <laughs> because they've been praying for yeah. Toby. And, and so, yes, like I, I do believe that prayer is just like so much about God and mm-hmm. prayer is a mystery. And the fact that it's a mystery and that God's ways are higher than our ways, all of those things that we say that are quotes from Scripture and are true, mm-hmm. um, that we, it doesn't mean, well, then I can't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that if I can't understand it. Uh-huh. Because I don't understand God's ways, but I understand that he is who he says he is, even though this year has gone nothing like yeah. I asked or imagined yeah. you know and yeah. that goes both ways <laughs> you're like hey ephesians 320 that goes worn out on you <laughs> yeah that goes both ways yeah. and but would i stake my life on the fact that the gospel is true absolutely yes now Even more than ever now more than ever 
because one of my prayers, I also prayed for Sohaila on the way here. And, oh, well, that's what I just talked about. Mm-hmm. And I was praying for her on the way here and praying that, like, that they would have, that, that her family would have a sense of just God's presence in that building because I've been in that building where they are. Right. And God's presence is thick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it those walls um, and those halls are sacred. Mm-hmm. And, and so yeah. just... I, I don't understand I, because I we lost friends in that hospital yeah. as we were there. We saw we saw families leave without their kids, mm-hmm. and we mourned the loss of those lives. But God was still who He said He is. You know, yeah. like He He God was still God, and God was still good, and God was still the miracle worker, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't look the way. We wish it would. If we were in charge, things would look much different. Gosh, no kidding. <laughs> For the worse. Uh, to be fair, for the worse, in the long run, we, we would may, create a big mess. Yeah, we've seen the movie. What's mm-hmm. the movie where he says where he where Jim Carrey is the is God who says yes to every oh, prayer? Yeah, Evan Almighty. Evan Almighty. I've never yeah. seen it, but I know yeah, well that. Yeah, well done. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Here for that. Ray, tell me how she reads truth in the last year with all this going on with Amanda. How has prayer been a part of helping y'all at work when the systems that have been in place for so long at she reads truth got flipped on it? Yeah. Their heads. Mm-hmm. It has been um, a year like we never could have imagined yeah. at the office. Um, mm-hmm. And for all the good and all the hard and all the, I mean, we're, st- I think it's going to take so much time to unpack the year that we've had because yeah. even down to, you know, like my best friend is walking the darkest days of her life. Mm-hmm. And by the very nature that she is, I can't be with her because yeah. I have to be here to hold down the fort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just the weirdest, most like out of control feeling to think like, I just want to go sit in a hospital room all day today. Yes. But the best way that I can serve her is to be here. Yeah. It's tough. I it's been imagine. tough. But I'll tell you, there has never been a year in our history, and we've been at it for we're on our eighth year right now, um, that we have spent more time physically on our knees. And, and physically has heads bowed at the office. We, I mean, there have been so many times, you know, where Amanda would just text pray now and yeah. we would gather and we would, and we would just go before the Lord and we would just and weep and, yeah. and just be still and quiet. And mm-hmm. every Monday morning we gather, um, just as part of our routine, yeah. you know, we read scripture together with the community and we pray. And so many of those Monday mornings have just been really sacred as a team. I think that our team's never been like this. We've never been close like this. And I think mm-hmm. so much of it has just been walking through the valley with our friend yeah. and, and and even walking through some of the valleys that those girls are walking through. Sure. I mean, Amanda's not the only one walking through something That's right. tough. That's right. Um, but to have the privilege of working at a place where we can stop everything yeah. and go to the Lord and or where we can open Scripture and and it not makes sense to us. Mm-hmm. And and for us to go, like, do we believe this is true? Yes, that's one of the things we do now. When we read scripture, a lot of times, you know, for a long time we've said, this is the word of the Lord after we read something, thanks be to God. Yeah. But now we say, do you believe this is true? And mm-hmm. we say, we do. And and it's just, it's a habit that we've grown into because it's, you just have to hold on tight. Yes. You have to hold on tight. And we don't say, does this feel true? No. And we don't say, do you understand this? Yeah. But we say, do you believe this is true? And it has just been such a such a year of grabbing hold of Scripture and finding that it doesn't slip. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation to tell you about our sponsors for today's show. If you are a regular listener, then you know Prep Dish has been my secret weapon for healthy, stress-free meals for years. 
PrepDish is a meal planning service and every week you get an email with a grocery list and prep ahead instructions so all of your meals are ready for the week. No guesswork needed. Allison, you know, our friend Allison, the founder, and I are changing things up and offering you an even easier way to try out these meal plans. All you need to do is text the word meal plan to 33777 and you'll get a free week. Allison has created a beginner's menu that walks you through step-by-step the most efficient way to prep your meals, saving you so much time. If you're tight on time, like I know many of you guys are and I am too, this meal plan is for you. The prep day is where you'll spend about an hour doing your chopping and mixing of marinades. Really, you're setting yourself up for success the rest of the week. And after doing the initial prep work, each meal is so quick and easy. You don't even need to think at mealtime. Just follow the instructions. Use the ingredients you've already prepped for a quick and easy meal your whole family or you and your friends will love. I love the chimichurri. I want to give prep dish a try. Text meal plan to 33777. And when you make those meals, tag me. I want to see them. Hey, our show today is also brought to you by our friends at Samaritan Ministries. Let me take a minute and tell you about Samaritans. As Thanksgiving approaches, I'm reminded of just how important it is to have a routine that incorporates gratitude, to meditate on God's provision and kindness for me in this past year. It's simply amazing how often His provision comes through the faithfulness of other believers. Healthcare sharing with Samaritan Ministries is something I do not only to prepare for unexpected medical bills I may have, but to take part in God's provision for another believer's medical bills. It's such a cool process, and it works. Here's how. Each month, I get a notification telling me who to send my money to and how I can be praying for them. I send my money amount to that person to help them pay their medical bills, and I can even send a little note to remind them that they aren't alone in this. And then if I'm ever in that situation with my migraines or allergies or whatever, other Samaritan members will do the same for me. Healthcare sharing with Samaritan Ministries is based off the lifestyle of the early church detailed in Acts 2. And I'm telling y'all, friends, the process works and it's affordable. The amount of money you send each month ranges from $100 to $555, depending on your age, your household size, and the membership option you choose. You can calculate what the cost would look like for your situation on their website. Just go to SamaritanMinistries.org slash that sounds fun. Again, that's SamaritanMinistries.org slash that sounds fun. And now back to the show. Probably maybe two weeks ago, I said to the Lord, if I didn't have this Bible, mm. I don't know how I would survive this. If I didn't, if I didn't have a Bible that I could go back to and go, I know, yeah. I know you are you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'll That's just keep it. reading this. Until I until my feelings catch up with what I know because my yeah. feelings are not here. Which Annie doesn't yes. that make you like panic about people who don't have scripture? Oh, like yeah. languages I mean, who I don't just have. I don't know. I know. I, I don't know how. I don't know how people in New York City who have eight times the money I'm ever going to have yeah. have everything they want and still end up making terrible decisions. I, I, I like. I just don't know how they survive. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Don't know how, anyone. I, I don't oh. know how anybody without scripture without. Not just without God, without actual scripture. Yeah, uh, but I'm talking about the people who don't have like it's not translated. Yes, for in their language at all. I know. Yeah, yeah. I. It, it how just many, makes me feel. Do you like, know how many languages are left without it? About is I'm I'm, I'm going to be wrong. David Platt would know. I, I wish we had a David I Platt. I want to say it's three thousand. So three thousand entire languages. In, or yeah. I just had a call word? with Seed Company Dialects. last month, Dialects. and yeah, I'm going to be seed. wrong about the number because I'm not good at remembering yeah. numbers. It's just not my thing. But um, they have a plan. They have an actual plan that there that the um, translation will be started in every language within the next like five years or oh something. My gosh. But it's because it's they said it's almost immediate as they like 
they start translation of like one chapter, it's immediately in that it's immediately in that village or wherever uh-huh. it is for feedback for like, are we yeah. getting this right? But it's because we don't have to take a boat and then a train and then a boat. Now it's like okay, yeah, t- text to get that there. to them. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. and it's amazing. not like let's get the whole thing translated and then give it to them. Yeah. It's like let's get going. Yes, and they're so oh, driven by it. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting. I I found myself yesterday getting frustrated. I use NIV every day. Yeah, and I often read the message. Mm-hmm. But then I sometimes read the Passion Translation. And there are books that the Passion Translation hadn't finished. And then my fourth one that I grab is my She Reads Truth that sits beside me. That's mm-hmm. my other paper one. But on my phone. So my paper, NIV, She Reads Truth, which is Christian Standard. Yep. S- yeah. CSB. A- CSB. Mm-hmm. Those are my two paper. Anyway. Which the- sounds very like, it's the Christian Standard. Yeah, it's, the, it's, it's standard, standard, everybody. <laughs> um, but I found myself frustrated that, ev- that the Passion Translation isn't in every book. Yeah. And I was oh, like, I bet, because you're reading something else. Yeah, because I'm like, like oh, oh, no, right. oh, oh. And then I was like, uh, Annie, would you like them to wait? Yeah. Of course they're releasing them as they finish books. Like, don't be ridiculous. And you're sad because this one translation is. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I recognize the bougie level we're talking about here. <laughs> but, but it is that, like, oh, I, they don't need to wait till the whole thing's done. Yeah. Let, let the word waiting. of God get in somebody's hands, as is in a country that, in our new dialect, that's never known it ever. Yeah. Um, seed company, right? Seed company. Yeah, 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 I like them. This all leads us to you guys are faithfully on the show twice a year. Oh yeah, and I'm very grateful. You're for very it. gracious You're so to gra- let us come on twice. Who? No who, one else. I, I was going to say, no who does that? No, yeah. not who does that, but who else gets to come on twice in one year? No. Um, Dolly Parton could if she wanted it. Yeah, Reba, Reba could if she yeah. wanted it. Yeah. Um, John Mark Comer probably could if yeah. he wanted it. <laughs> yeah, it's very gracious of you. Well, y'all are the only ones that so far. And so we will look forward to seeing you again at Lent. Yeah. But today, which I think this is so along the lines of this prayer thing mm-hmm. and having so much darkness and believing, is there any hope? And the Advent theme for this year is a thrill of hope. Yeah. yeah. How did y'all pick that? Do you want to know the real story? Yeah, totally. The song? <laughs> Can I tell I mean, the real story, Amanda? hundred percent. Yeah. It's been a tough year. It's a good story. It's been a really, really hard year. We've just spent the first half of this podcast talking about it. And um, so hard a year that by the start, kind of like first quarter of 2019, I was really struggling, which is a hard thing to admit to my friend whose child is in critical care at the hospital. But I was really feeling, it was the end of our seventh year Mm -hmm. doing She Reads Truth, and I, um, I needed to come up for air. Yeah. Um, I needed to go home and be with my kids, and um, and so I took the summer off. I took I took eight weeks and just took a sabbatical, which we didn't even realize how like how much I needed it. Yeah. I think it has paid back in spades. Yeah, um, rest will do that. Yeah, it, rest and tithing. Surprise. Shocking. Yeah. The Lord tells you to do something, and you do it, and it goes well. And, and yeah. wow. Um, and it was like literally like it was a Sabbath, like it was the end of our seventh year. Yes, and like yeah. on that day, I left and didn't come back. Oh, wow. It was supposed to be for seven weeks, and then I added a bonus week. But yeah, so here's what happened. The Advent book was supposed to be created during that time mm-hmm. while I was gone. And um, and I came back, and they had created a beautiful plan. And it was going to be about, you know, from Isaiah 9, about, you know, how God is the wonderful counselor, Prince of Peace, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. And we were going to look at Christmas through the lens of Isaiah 9. And the plan was done. Uh-huh. And I, I got to the office and I looked it over and I said, this is really good, but this is not the plan. Mm. And and it was it was like due to start, you know, what flowing or so. I don't yeah. like it was the timing. was It was not a convenient time for the 
CEO who's been out for seven weeks to come back and be like, great job. This is in our Advent book. Right. I just felt really strongly uh, for a number of reasons. I just think this, the holidays are hard and I think they're really busy. And what I want for our community and what they we have found that they need because we're in that community and what we need is a certain level of stillness mm-hmm. during the Advent season and a certain level of honestly achievability. I yeah. think a little bit. That's a great way to put it. Um, yeah. And so we we made a really hard call, Amanda and I and John, and we blessed that work and set it on the shelf. And yeah, we, so it exists. It, it's yeah, not going it's anywhere. It's not going anywhere, but it's not in this book. And yeah. so we just decided, and I think it's good to come back to this every couple of years, but we made a decision to come back and take the community back this year to the traditional Advent scriptures. Yeah. Um, starting in, you know, the Old Testament prophets and and taking them on the, the journey that the, the capital C church goes on yeah. every Advent. And, and to make it something that is so rich because we didn't make this this reading plan up. I mean, we right, did sort of, right. but like, but this is this is a, an existing way that the church behaves at Advent at the as they await the arrival, yeah. anticipate the arrival of the birth of Christ. Yeah. And as we sat at the table and kind of wrestled our way to, yeah, let's let's do something different than we'd planned. You know, Amanda said, like I said, it's been a really hard year. Yeah. And um, I think Amanda, I think. Every year lately, Amanda has been the one to go, I know what this book needs to be called. And it's always got a title um, that is a lyric from yeah. a Christmas carol. Yeah. Um, but she said it has to be a thrill of hope. And 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 that is there are so many lyrics in Oh Holy Night yeah. that were contenders. Honestly, fall on your knees right. is a great contender. Yeah. There's so many beautiful ones. Weary World Rejoices. Like yeah. it just goes and goes and goes. But that's who we were this year. And we got the sense that we weren't alone in that. Mm-hmm. And and as we like talked to the community and kind of released our vision to them, it was so beautifully received. And I just think that they just, it was such a thank you. Yeah. Um, because we need this thrill of hope. It feels like this year more than ever. And when we released it back, the name and everything back in September, it was an especially dark season. Annie, you probably remember, we, we've lost some really close friends um, this year. And um, we needed that thrill of hope. Mm-hmm. And, and so that is our Advent book this year. It's yeah. traditional Advent scriptures, and it's the, the birth nativity, and it is the sweetest book of turning pages of promises fulfilled yeah. over and over and promises that have been fulfilled, promises that are currently actively being fulfilled, yeah. and, and then promises that are yet to be fulfilled. But we know, because of the evidence we have in this book, that God is a God who keeps his promises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's faithful. What is the phrase a thrill of hope mean, Amanda? Oh gosh. So I think we we give lip service to hope a lot. Right. Um and hope can mean it's one of those words kind of like love that, you know, it depends on who you're talking to as to what it means in the right. context. But, you know, I hope, you know, like tell my kids, like, hope you have a great day, like right. when I leave for school in the morning, that kind of hope. But the hope that we are talking about, the thrill of hope, hope, mm-hmm. <laughs> is um, is Jesus, and and so it is, a, you know, the word thrill, even you know, is just like yeah, an adventure, woohoo, that kind of thing. But no, I mm-hmm. think in this context, it's that rush of knowing, like yes, right. of like of of taking hold of a hope that is not abstract. Right. It is not just future. It is also future, but right. it is right now. It is real. It is tangible. Mm-hmm. Um, the The message of the gospel 
and the person of Jesus, those are real. Like yeah. he is real. And, and so to, to remember that, um, that our hope is not just placed in like a, a wish mm. or, um, gosh, I really hope this turns out that way or, you know, in an outcome, we've been talking about outcomes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not placed, it, we don't define mm. our hope, right? Mm-hmm. Our hope is a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when Jesus, the person, comes on the scene mm-hmm. and is born as a baby boy and is the fulfillment of all of these Old Testament books of prophecy and centuries of waiting and aching and longing and just the brokenness of the world and sin and death. When Jesus comes on the scene, that is thrilling yeah. in like the deepest, most profound way. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, this is not a roller coaster that's over in a minute. Like this yeah. is um, this is the the long awaited mm-hmm. truest answer to every human longing. Yeah. And so a thrill of hope. When I hear that lyric or sing that lyric or see those words, I feel a sense of, I want to use the word relief, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's again, not just like, oh, temporary, like physical relief. It's like, oh, like I can, I can settle into this. Yeah. I can rest here. Yeah. Um, that feels like the safety of God to me. That thing yes. you're saying right yeah. there. Yes. Yeah. That's why I don't question. That's why. Yep. Is he safe? No. Is he safe? Yes. Yeah. Because. Yes. That's what I feel about him. Yeah. Because of what I hope, where we, where our hope lies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Undefiled, he, unfading. And he, like what else has held us up? Nothing. Nothing. nothing to no me. other thing that I've ever tried to put my weight into has held me up except Mm-mm. him. No. And I've had this conversation with so many people and even with, with Ava Love's mom, like, mm-hmm. you know, where... But where else do we go? Where else do we go? You alone, Jesus, yes. hold the words of eternal yeah. life. Like, that line where from else Peter. Where we go? I'm like, mm-hmm. Peter's already my favorite, but I'm also like, Peter gets it. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. Jesus, yeah, this isn't comfortable that you're saying we're going right. to drink your blood and eat your flesh. But like, where else do we go? Right. And Jesus is like, do you want to go away? Do you want to run away too? Do you want to go away? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I kind of do, but like, where would we go? <laughs> where would I go? Mm-hmm. That is exactly the sentence. And I mean, yes, if you're asking me, what do I want to do? Yeah, for sure. I want a better answer than this. Yeah. But where else would I go? Do I want to walk no through this? This is so no. unsafe. And yet there's nowhere. Yeah, right. more safe. that's right. That's right. That's how it feels. I don't want to walk through this. And that's the gift of, you know, of our limited knowledge is that we don't have foreknowledge of the things to come. And so, you know, would we have said that first yes that led through all the, like, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But probably not. Has the Lord on, you know, has the Lord been with us every painful, achy step? Yes. Mm -hmm. And has hope been thrilling even on the darkest, darkest days? Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and then that's what these are the these are the truths that make every cliche like the most the clichéest of clichés. Like right. you know, the stars shine brightest mm-hmm. when it's you know what is the, darkest before the dawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like you know, you the but, stars shine brightest when it's the darkest yeah, outside. Yeah. I don't. I'm sure it's like no, more eloquent right. than that. But it's you know, yes. But it's because you know they're cliche for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's because no, I really. I really can see the face of Christ in a way that I w- mm-hmm. I didn't see him a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there were shoot <laughs> too many days where that's all I could do was look at him and just hold his gaze. 
And like, I didn't need to know. I, I wanted to know why, but I didn't need to know why. Yeah. I only needed to know him. Yeah. I didn't need the why. I needed the who. We talked about this mm-hmm. all year. Mm-hmm. We, as um, Divine Providence would have it, have it um, read through the book of Job this year. Yes. <laughs> with the She Reads Truth community. And that's what we came out of that was like. I was out on that plan. I was with y'all with just about all of like, Job. I was like, no, 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 no. But I started the year in Job because of but the But we talked year. about Job in my hot tub this yeah, summer. Yeah, we did. We did. That's exactly right. <laughs> tweet, I, somebody I'm gonna, tweet that. I'm going to make you talk Job about Job by, by hook or by crook. I'm going to get you in there and talk about Job. <laughs> but the Turn answer, on the bubbles. We want the why. We want the why so, so bad. And and we don't always get that, but we do get the who, mm-hmm. who, who is our hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like for Advent, I mean, the way that the Lord put this editorial calendar together, you know, then we always think we're putting it together, and when then we start to see, mm-hmm. you know, in hindsight how things mm-hmm. are brought together with such a divine provision that we could never have planned mm-hmm. on our own, but to go from mourning and dancing into a thrill of hope advent and then into genesis yeah you know and then into that's what we'll do in january yes Genesis it's, to Lent. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a little there's a little Philippians, little break. Philippians, yeah. little Paul we for you. We just taught that at Crosspoint. We just taught through Philippians. We knew you'd you. get sad if we didn't do some Paul. Well, you don't, you know. <laughs> I just need him as soon as the year kicks off. You know, um, you know that with Christmas, you think of it as you know the thrill of hope. You think of yeah. it as excited, and you want to think of it as the flippant version of the thrill of hope. And you want, and the, it can be that too. And it can be, and I love it when it is. Yeah. And it often is. Right. Um, and sometimes it's not. Right. And Annie, like you said, you know, where would where would we be without the truth of Scripture? Right. Yeah. And I think that in many ways and for many people, um, include, myself included, I, I feel like at Christmas is when I need Scripture more than ever. Mm. I need yeah. I need that like that touch point at the beginning of every day to remember not just, you know, because of normal life stuff, you know, w- starting my date with truth. But I need it because I'm headed somewhere, and I don't want to get mm-hmm. to December 25th and feel like I missed it. Yeah, I want to feel that's the people's ache. fear every year at Christmas yeah. is I'm going to miss the season just mm-hmm. being so rushed. Yeah, yeah. And the sitting and spending time in the Word, even if it's 10 minutes, yeah, just give yourself that will save you that. Mm-hmm. Right for we have a bunch of new friends on here this Hi year guys. that weren't here last year. Hello, friends. And it's that because you're so wonderful. Well, no, no, yeah. it just means that they found a fun place to hang out. That means there are it new is. friends. That's too. exactly right. Hi, that is guys. how this works. I love that. Um, so they may not have listened. They may have gone back and heard other Advent shows, but will you just kind of? That's not a word that we use a yeah. lot. Advent. Yeah. yeah. So will you talk about the difference between why it's an Advent plan and not a Christmas plan? Because it's reading about the birth of Jesus. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Advent is. Is um, a word that means arrival or um, like a coming, and and so Advent could be used for anything, like the Advent of me coming to your studio today. Okay. Um, but uh, in the church, Advent is um, used to talk about that season. That it's uh, four Sundays. So it starts four Sundays before Christmas Day, which this year, Annie, is December first. Ah, uh-uh, that worked out nicely. It worked out so nicely. I, I, I love when that this. happens. Yeah. Yes, but it's that season um, in the, on the calendar where we where we as a church prepare our hearts for the arrival of the baby in Bethlehem. Yeah. And 
And, you know, we've talked about this in past episodes that um, we like to, during that season, we like to place ourselves in the Old Testament context a little bit. I like to sit in those Old Testament prophecies and feel the ache and feel the weight and cling to the promises with the prophets, with Abraham, with Sarah. Like, I want to be there so that I can feel that thrill of Christmas Day. But also, we don't have to stretch to feel what it feels like to be in an Advent. Yeah. And so we sit right now because we are people in 2019 between two Advents. Yeah. Uh, We are on the, on the, on the, what I like to say, the good side Mm -hmm. of the first Advent because we have, we have all, we have all of scripture. We have the story. We know that death has already been defeated. We know who Christ is uh, and we have the spirit. Um, But we are also in this Advent, we talk about all the promises yet to be fulfilled. We're waiting for the promised return of Christ. He came once, but he's coming again to dwell with his people. You talk about God with us. Talk about Emmanuel. He was Emmanuel in the garden. He was Emmanuel in the manger and in his ministry and on the cross. And he's going to be Emmanuel forever. And he's going to be God who lives, who dwells with his people, Revelation 21. Yeah. So to read through this, we'll start on December 1. Mm -hmm. They can get the books. Yeah. There's a book for men that looks like it was entirely shot at um, Lost Valley Ranch. <laughs> I mean, it just has <laughs> so this beautiful, oh, I mean, just the most can beautiful Can we go scenery. to Lost Valley and shoot next please, year? Please let me go to Lost Valley. Yeah. Oh, you oh, love man. Lost Valley too, I love too, it. It's you? been a long time since we've been there. And uh, and so the men's book is green. The mm-hmm. He Reads Truth is green. The She Reads Truth is white. Mm-hmm. Just so when people are ordering, they yeah. know what to do. It's a little bit bigger. The girl's book has, you know, what we do with our Advent books. We put it's recipes in there. It's got a cross stitch. It's got a cross stitch. I love the cross. And this one's beautiful. It a is. thrill of hope. And we get to do it in navy and yeah. gold and white. I'm going to do it. I can't wait. And you can do it in whatever colors you want. Yeah, but yeah, that's sure. what we we went navy this time. Yeah. And there's But the men's has a recipe, too, I saw. It some does. candy. It's got a couple. Teach them how to make some candy. We did, we did, we did some science experiments with hot red candy yeah. making. I love good. it. I think this is great. But the yeah. book this year is good. And I even did a um, gingerbread house. Yeah, that's like literally the one I was just looking at. But it feels, so like, it feels like we're back to like 2009 where QR codes are cool again. Yes. And so we're I using them. I don't know what happened. Something happened. I know. Well, now they're back. Camera, you don't have it's to easy. have an app anymore. You yeah. just have to have your okay. camera. That's why they're back. Thank that's you. That's why they're back is your camera reads them. So well, there's QR codes in well, here where well, you can just like here we go. open Who up cares? your camera, scan the QR code, and you get your cross stitch. So you can just print it out. So you don't have to like wrestle your book while you're cross stitching. Right. Same with a bunch of the different things in there. You, you can just scan. And in fact, QR I code. saw on the f- one, the first page there's a calendar and it has a QR code that says scan this and the, our Advent playlist will start. Spotify. I was like, y'all are brilliant. We're here Isn't for this. Um, so will amazing. you tell us the code for a discount? Yes, I will. What? Y'all are always so kind to us. And so this is um, for fifteen percent off. Okay. Um, anything in the Advent collection. And so, what all would that be? So that's, you know, the, the two books that you mentioned, the yeah. guys and the girls, but also we have a handful of kids' products. We have an yeah. Advent calendar that's for anybody. That so could be, sweet. I love um, it. But then we have the, this is the Christmas story. It's a uh-huh. children's book from Kids Read Truth. And we have um, some kids' Advent table cards. So it's kind of one card per day. You can use it in the car, at the dinner table, and just help your kids understand yeah. Advent and kind of walk them through. Yeah. It, man, I didn't know about Advent until I was an adult. I didn't understand that yeah. practice. Yeah. But I love that my kids are growing up with the practice of like of, of touching base with scripture every day yeah. in December. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. we miss a day. But like well, sure. but, yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. their They're practice and yeah. they're and they're getting there. And so yeah, anything in that collection, T S F That sounds Advent. Fun. Right. So yeah. T S F Advent. Yep. Until November nineteenth. 
Yes. Is the last day y'all ship? Yeah. So it's 15% off. I feel like last year I said it and I didn't say it clearly. And so people thought it was 50. <gasps> oh, and then I felt I'm terrible. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So 15, <laughs> 5. Yeah. And so the last day to order in order for everything to arrive for sure on time yeah. is, is November 19th if okay. they're still in stock. But um, the plan it's starts. It's time for the plan to start. Yeah. 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 Um, but the um, but the plan starts December 1st because okay. of tidy calendar reasons. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. It feels so good. And if they do not, if you don't have a book, still read with us. So if you go to the She Reads Truth app or the He Reads Truth app, the advent plan will start mm-hmm. on December 1st. You won't yeah. be able to see it until December 1st. It will start right. on December 1st. That's when it will appear. And we will walk you through the scriptures to read. There will be um, a devotional for the day, uh, beautiful share images. So we recommend doing both. Yeah. But I know a lot of people love to just put the phones away for yes. Advent season, yeah. which is also wonderful. So you can do the plan without the digital element at all no and just have the book. Just yeah. read the scripture. Um, Amanda, there are friends that will email me sometimes or reach out on Instagram that are really new to reading the Bible or are new to figuring out what faith means and looks like and what they want. Talk to us if, if we've never done a plan before. Yeah. And so maybe we've been a Christian for 50 years, but we've never done a reading plan. Sure. Or we're, we're figuring out our faith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why is a reading plan better than just starting in Matthew? For th- particularly for an Advent season. Well, yeah. One thing I love about what we do is that it's totally non-denominational. Like there's uh-huh. just no like no doctrine here that we're teaching. We're just putting the scripture in front of you. We're not even telling you what to think about it. That's right. We're just saying like here are some scriptures that are super related to each other from kind of all over the Bible, but you might not notice their connection until we put them all with each other uh-huh. um, every day. And so it's curated. Yeah. Every day it's a little bit, uh, it's a packaged scripture that bundle. is one of the hard things is going like, where do I even start? Right. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to, and, it's, and it would be hard to like read Luke too, you know, every day. Right. <laughs> you, or you can just watch the great Christmas pageant or whatever. Right. Charlie right. Brown's Christmas pageant. Exactly. Where he just it. Yeah. So this is, this is a perfect um, tool for a seasoned Christian and a seasoned Bible reader, but it's also really accessible and not, not intimidating and also not, um, not trying to not trying to prove any points honestly um it's just here's what scripture says and and you honestly scripture is living and active and the holy spirit is there if you're reading it and Mm -hmm. and so much makes sense not because of what we do but because of who he is Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and it's you know if you're new to reading the bible welcome yeah (laughs) yeah because we are all students of scripture, like whether we've been reading for three days or 30 years, one thing that we have found to be true over the course of the last eight years of women and men in the word of God every day at She Reads Truth and He Reads Truth is that we cannot plumb the depths, you know, of of God's word. Um, It is living and active. And so when we go to it every day, God meets us there. Yeah. And, and so if, so my encouragement would be that, you know, it's it's hard. I we recognize that the Bible is a large book because it's really sixty six books, right? <laughs> and so it can be very intimidating to know like where to start, or um, how much to read, or where to read. And especially if you're like, well, I want to prepare my heart for Christmas, and what does that mean? And and so all of those are questions that every single person who is opening the Bible for the first time ask themselves like no one just knows what to do i don't know so, what to do right. i have a plan every day right. because I, right. I sit down and go i have 19 things going on in my life and i don't know the answers and i don't even yes. know where to turn in this book that i've had for 
my whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, yes. And talk about, you know, th- there's no level of scrutiny that can dismantle scripture. Yeah. Th- this plan is, I think, what proved this for me. Mm. Because we looked hard at some weird stuff in, in scripture. Yeah. You know, even just going like, but the genealogies don't actually line up the way I actually think they should. And I was mm. like, oh, don't look too close. Like, it's probably It'll be fine. fine. It's probably yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. So we That's ad- not that guy's dad. You know, you know, you it's know, fine. it's fine. It's fine. So yeah. we address it and we like and we look hard. You know, yeah. we do these little sidebar messages like, hold on. If this flight to Egypt, like how on earth did, you know, Mary and Joseph, who were so poor, they could only afford a, to sacrifice a pigeon in their yeah. temple sacrifice, which is the which is the sacrifice for a poor family. Uh-huh. How did they afford to like flee to Egypt? That's not a that's not a cheap trip mm-hmm. um and so we look at those things oh, that's in cool. the book like there's yeah. all sorts of you know i feel like last year maybe it was a year before we did a lot of like silly sidebars like mm-hmm. well you know where did jingle bells start just like fun seasonal yeah. sidebars yeah. 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 yeah and that was i loved that plan it was really fun and this one is like hey let's look hard at that because yeah. that might not make sense to you but it, you're, you're probably not alone yeah so let's look at that and, and y'all know me this won't surprise either of you but one of the reasons i want our friends to jump on for advent is i really want them to jump on for lent yeah. And I feel yeah. like Advent is a good gateway drug <laughs> to Lent. <laughs> if you'll do Advent and you'll follow the plan for Advent, when Lent comes around and we go from darkness to light, yeah. it yeah. just feels so amazing. Yeah. Because there's a little bit of like stick to that you, you know, to get through a season like, you know, Advent is a four week season and then Lent will be a seven week season. Yeah. But the, the thing that I love specifically about Advent and reading scripture in Advent is that this story that we're reading, the, the coming of Christ, mm-hmm. it's one of the parts of the story, right? Mm-hmm. So if the gospel is the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, I mean, this is the beginning of the life, yes. and it is the fulfillment of all the prophecies. And so the cool thing about this particular Advent plan is that it really gives you kind of a good survey of Scripture because you yeah. are going to start in Genesis and you are going to, you know, hit on so many different yeah. books of the Bible mm-hmm. um, from Genesis to Revelation. And so, you know, the beautiful thing about Scripture is that it is all telling, there's a bunch of stories telling one story. Mm-hmm. And so this Advent reading plan um, perhaps more than most of our reading plan really shows that kind of that story arc mm-hmm. of how, you know, the Messiah was promised and yeah. then and then arrived. And yeah. so um, in Lent, we'll do that, too. Yeah. Like Rachel said, it's a great kind of place to start, um, but it's also really rich. Yeah. So it's accessible, but it is not shallow. Yes. You know, it's rich and it's substantive. And um, and, and you really... can, if you're riding on a train, you can scroll through and read it on your phone. Yeah. If you're at home with your journal, you can journal it out. I mean, there's mm-hmm. just, that's what I love about what y'all, I love everything that y'all yeah. do, but that's one of the things I love about what y'all do is people always want, people who want to read the Bible want to know how to read the Bible. Yeah. And y'all just make it so easy for me and yeah. for my friends. Um, I'm really grateful. And I just think there's really something about if you finish what you start, it matters. Yeah. When I turn, I, and you, Ray, you, you and I have talked about this a lot, but when I turned my calendar from October to November, I was like, we're almost done with ordinary time. Because <laughs> so I just don't, and I'm not almost Catholic, there. but our Catholic Christian friends yeah. are so used to hearing Advent and Lent and ordinary time, and mm-hmm. they just operate so much more off the Christian calendar <laughs> than Protestants do. And y'all have a liturgy in here, too. We were talking recently with Andrew Peterson about Every Moment Holy mm-hmm. and about how we're just, we all are craving some of those Mm-hmm. bedrock yeah. faith expressions. And to me, the Christian calendar mm-hmm. is it absolutely 
feeds my soul to be on season. Yes, one hundred percent. Because if if Jesus, which we is are the in same, normal time, but yeah, if Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, then a way that we can be reminded of that is to have these connections with the capital C church from centuries ago. Mm -hmm. And so to read, you know, call and response and liturgies and to observe the seasons of the church calendar and to fall into these rhythms um, of the church, not because we have to, to be a Christian, like, no, but because it, it is there, it's recognizing that there's a foundation there, that there's, the gospel is not a new thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right. You know, he's making all things new, but this is, but this message has always been true. Yes. And and so to to lean on that is beautiful and yeah. in, encouraging and convicting. Yeah. We went to, um, I don't know if I, you know this. So we've been homeschooling. Yeah. And we've been building up to, we've been studying, la, la, la. My son Oliver's in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, and Anton. Uh, yes, the I listeners. love that man. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but we've been building to a trip to London. Yeah. And so we went to London over yeah. fall break. And we went to a communion service in Westminster oh, wow. Abbey. Oh, wow. Which, did you put this on the internet? I did not. Okay. Good. Isn't that the best about real life? You know what? It's our life. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because um, you know I'd have been about that cathedral life. So I'd have been, I knew oh, I would have really remembered. And you're not allowed to photograph yeah. in Westminster yeah. Abbey, which means I only took Rachel, did under you six photos. <laughs> <laughs> that the internet did not see. That the internet didn't see. So you are uh, there for communion. And first of all, the linens were green. For ordinary yeah. time. Yeah. Ordinary and I time. remember thinking, oh, those linens are about to change. Yeah. But to we, purple. To, uh, well, to it, red. Yeah. I think they like to do white uh, at oh, Westminster okay. specifically because of the way that it makes the other colors in the Abbey. Like there are sure. a couple of options okay. and they like to do white. Okay. I, I looked into it. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. My girl. <laughs> um, but we went into um, a tiny octave of Edward the Confessor and there were about 20 of us that fit in there and surrounded, our, it, it was not walls. Um, it was the dead kings of England, uh-huh. like actually in their graves around yeah, us. Yeah, it's Westminster Abbey. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, but I didn't it was know that part. It yeah, was, they're it was all a buried in there. Pretty crazy moment, and it was totally happenstance that we were there. It was really yeah. neat. But we we read scripture together, uh-huh. and we prayed, and we did these liturgies that my kids. We, I mean, we had bulletins in our hands, but my kids knew 50% of it without looking at their bulletins because yeah. it's the liturgy of the church. Yeah. It's not the liturgy of the Church of England. It's yeah. not the lit- liturgy of the Church of America. Like, we do this in Nashville on Sunday mornings, and right. we do this at Westminster Abbey on Sunday mornings. Yeah. And yeah. and we we say thanks be to God when we end scripture all across the world. And yeah. it was just really neat. I loved that my kids could experience that yes. and see that the truth of God and that that people around the world acknowledge God is king. Yes. And that we and that his word is true in every country, in every language. We, I mean, we were in English, but it was really sweet to go to Westminster Abbey and see that so much of our church experience in Nashville yeah. is is the same. Yeah. That's why I think about Advent too with it getting ready to start on December 1st. Everyone in the world that celebrate that walks into a church, yeah. Just about, we'll see some version of something shift. Yeah, either the trees yeah. will be out, the the decorations will be up. But then, so many churches, it's when one family gets up and lights the yeah. candle, and when you know, it just is. It becomes it's a shift. You'll see it yeah. if you're looking for it. It's like if you have a you buy a red minivan, all of a sudden everybody's got red minivans. Mm-hmm. You will see a shift if you are looking for a shift because in this moment matters. Yeah. It matters to the church. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And it matters um, more than we can package into 
one day of fun things. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like if if you've ever found yourself waking up on Christmas and observing all the Christmas things and thinking like, but what? But but why do I still feel mm. this like ache? It's because we need to know what it is we're celebrating yes. and why are we giving gifts and why are we singing songs and why are we decorating and why does the whole world just go into a complete uproar yeah. <laughs> trying to, to celebrate on this one day? There's a good reason for it. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you get to that, you know, if, if it's all about the trappings and not the substance, then, I mean, it almost leaves us feeling emptier than before. Yeah. It's like, oh, now I got, you know, if you're a kid and you're like, I got all the things on my list, still feel exactly the same. Yep, yep, still me. <laughs> and then, right. And into to intentionally just mark the days leading up to Christmas Day so that when it arrives, like, yes, yeah. this is what this is about. Yes. And this is the why. Um, and it is hard. It's a challenge to do that, I think, especially when you have, like, You've got you have lives and you right. have things to do, <laughs> right. and we've got people that you love that you want to do things for, and parties that you want to attend, and all of those things. It's just really, really easy for mm-hmm. it to shift. And mm-hmm. so, one of the things that we love about this particular book, and the reason I think that it's the favorite book for a lot of she's yeah. in our community, yeah. is that it gives us a tangible reminder mm-hmm. and like a presence yeah. in our home and yeah. in our life That's and right. on our bedside table, wherever coffee table. That like, no, this season is different mm-hmm. and we're going to mark the days because something big is coming. And I don't want to miss it. happening. Yeah. I don't, don't want to miss, miss it. it. Um, and the thing I'll say, y'all may disagree with this, but what I have always found to be successful for me yeah. is if you miss day seven and it's day eight and then you're like, okay, I'll do seven and eight. Oh, I don't have time. I'll do, okay, tomorrow I'll do seven, eight, nine. No, no, no. Tomorrow, just do nine. Just mm-hmm. go. You will be fine. Mm-hmm. We, if you need to go back and catch up those two, mm-hmm. you can. But like, remember, there's always a grace day every week. Yep. There's always like. Wait, those are built in for that very yes. reason. Do not feel like if you miss two or three days that you, you'll you never catch up. So stop. Just no. go to whatever. And luckily on December, if it's the 15th, we'll oh, be on day 15. Do you so see just, how happy this so, makes me? I know. It makes me happy too. <laughs> it's usually like, oh, we're on day 19. So it's obviously the 20th. Like, right, right. But not this time. Well, and it's the beauty of God's word is that you don't you don't have to read all the days. Yeah, it's fine. That's right. Just, you know, if you miss a day, fine. If you start late, if you're inviting a friend, don't feel like you have to back up to the first. Like, just start reading. Just start. And and the Lord pray, ask God to meet yeah. you in his word and he will. Yeah. And ask him to show you, OK, if this is true. What does this what does this say about you, yeah. God? What does yeah. this say about me? What does this say about this world we live in? Yeah. And. And I think that it it will matter to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have in December, I don't know that I've said this on the show yet. So big announcement. Drum we're roll. doing 12 shows in a row. We're doing the 12 days <gasps> wow. of Christmas. So we're doing 12 shows, 12 days. <laughs> Is it the countdown I've lost to Christmas? my mind. Um, there was countdowning in it. Yes, there's some countdowning in it. <gasps> so I've lost my mind. It's going to be the most fun. I love we you. have tons of great guests. Ama- I mean, just we've been saving some home runs. All that to say, I cannot wait. We wanted y'all on here the month before, yeah, because I want this to be our baseline. I want this to be oh, our I foundation. I want, mm-hmm. I, yeah. while we're doing the fun stuff, and we have both Sundays during the twelve days of Christmas, we have pastors. I mean, we're gonna. It will be what we do, we're yeah. spiritual and fun together. But I really wanted, I wanted my friends that are he's to get the he reach truth plan. I want my she's to get the she reach truth plan, so that under all the other shows. 
there's this um, current yeah. that we're in scripture together. I love that. And so, so that's good. one of the re- I want us to all start that together. And y'all, don't, Ryan, if you're listening, stop listening. You guys know that my favorite thing about to do with these Ryan books, can hum in perfect pitch to it. Yeah, he'll right hum now. in perfect pitch. <laughs> and he hates that I tell people to do this because he works so hard on the design. But if you take it to an office store, they will cut off the binding, the binding. Yeah. And yeah. they will the make it a spiral mm. if you would like it as a spiral. Mm-hmm. And it's $4. It's called perfect bound. And what you do is make it imperfect. Yeah, that's right. I make it imperfect. Off. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm sorry. I usually say it after y'all have left, but I was like, nah, we're going to Do you know go what I love eat. about that though? Like I love that you have found what works for you yeah. and you do it because yes. what matters is not that the book is pristine. What matters yeah. is that you use it I go and all you the way through it. When I, when I can't flip it back on itself and it sits, I do the same thing with Beth Moore's Bible studies, with Kelly Minter's studies, with any with anybody's Bible studies I do. I spiral bound them because if I will fold mm-hmm. it back, I'll finish. Mm-hmm. That's what we said so. when the She Reads Truth Bible came out years ago at this point. Um, oh, not we, we did not say spiral bind yeah. your Bible, <laughs> but we did say this is a beautiful Bible. Please don't you dare let it stay beautiful. Yes. I mean, right. use in it. it. Use it. Yeah. This is not a Bible for yeah. yourself. It's a Bible for your life. Like, and that's a good thing nuts. for people to know is they're thinking Christmas gifts too. There's beautiful versions of the She Reads Truth Bible, including yeah. a new like two new colors. rose gold. What's the other one? There's a So the rose that I brought to you, yeah, my that friend. I fell to pieces over. It's a little sparkly. Just a little. It's just a touch. It's good. And then it's got the gold. Yeah, it's yeah. good. And then we did one. They let us, B&H let us call it the Champagne Bible. Oh, okay. But it's it's like a tan. So yeah. like for, for if you want a neutral, like if yeah. you're not wanting a color and it has a teeny, teeny, it's not sparkly and yeah. it's not like when you have like an iridescent nail polish. Yeah. It's just got a little... Love on And then yeah. there's Love also shimmer. a He Reads Truth Bible. There is. Do you know my he... friend Dansby Swanson? Did y'all see when he posted his? The no. guy who plays for the Braves? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's great. Oh, that's good information. I think, so the He Reads Truth Bible came out in June. Yeah. It is, to, at least for me, and I think probably for Amanda too, to date, and this is a big thing, I think probably the thing that I'm the most proud that we've ever made. Really? The stuff in that Bible. It's great. I can't wait to do one for the she's like that. Okay. Yeah, it's great. so good. It but th- those so are also rich. great gifts as people are yeah. thinking yes. about what we're going to do. And you can get them. I mean, you can get them in our shop, but they're on Amazon, mm-hmm. any yes. bookstore. Yeah. Like they're included just... on our Amazon that sounds fun podcast list. Yeah. yeah. And they so both have there. both the she and the he Bibles have um, multiple covers. It, they're just and they wonderful. have reading wonderful. plans in them. Yes. Every book of the Bible has a reading plan. That's great. You got a plan. Is there anything we didn't talk about, by the way, that we need to talk about? We just did an hour and 10, so I think we kind of nailed it. it. We never get to talk about Annie on Annie's podcast. No one cares. Everyone cares. We're going to go to dinner and catch up on Annie. Yeah, that's right. We're going to eat Mexican food and talk about real real Annie things, too. Yeah. I mean, I told you that I... Sometimes we talk about me. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. 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 Um, The thing that I never get to ask y'all, because we always end with prayer, which I still would like to end with prayer today, but... Tell me, because the show is called That Sounds Fun. Tell me what you do for fun. Yeah. Do you want to go first, Amanda? What do I do for fun? Currently, most honest answer, I love to sit in the same room um, with all four of my children and just stare at them. Yeah. (laughs) Because we haven't been in the same place for a long time. And so to just have them around the the dinner table, to sit around the dinner table with all of them. Because they've all been in the hospital, but y'all haven't been like in a comfortable place. Yeah. And so to have like to have Toby there 
and the other three. Yeah. And it, like, and for me to come home instead of after work, instead of going to the hospital, like driving home from work is fun. Yeah. Like that sounds like a blast yeah. to me because it's just something we haven't done. So just ordinary things, ordinary time, yeah. ordinary things are really, really fun to me right yeah. now. Okay. And so I, w- I just want more of that. I just want yeah. more ordinary right yeah. now. That's good. Yeah. I have been, uh, two things. I have two, that sounds good. Good, do it. I told you we homeschool Oliver. Yes. And so before I, it breaks my heart not to get to be a full part of, uh-huh. of his education. So we have somebody that helps him, that does uh, most of the teaching with him. But in the mornings we get up early and we go for a walk in the neighborhood, yeah. just the two of us oh, and wow. our dog. And um, But we unpack the, the literature that he's reading. Yeah. And it is, it is been especially he turned 13 two weeks ago yeah and so it has been the sweetest most important piece of my day for so many days in a row to take that walk with him unpack because we're unpacking you know sort of like learning character through literature yeah and so to have those like conversations about like what did you learn about how we should live based on what you just read those have been incredible walks and so that's been really sweet and also I love food yeah and I I got a new cookbook who is it Allison Roman is her name. She's an editor for Bon Appetit. Oh, I pre-ordered this book girl. in July <gasps> and it just came to me. Like it just released yes. a couple of weeks ago and I have been cooking my way through it and it's it's called Nothing Fancy. Yeah. Which I is hilarious. I have been eating my way through it. Yes. And it's so good. It's yeah. so good. So when Amanda and the team come over to record at our house, we um, I try to have... For y'all's podcast. Food. Yeah. That yeah. comes out. The first episode comes out Monday. Guys, it does. that's what sounds fun, too, oh, is to yeah. release our podcast. I'm so happy y'all be, are doing it. We're thrilled. November 18th. And it's such a like different podcast, um, like because I like this for like yeah. having conversations with our friends. So what we're doing in our podcast, Annie, is um, we're keeping in step with the community. Oh, so great. as we go through, you know, in January we'll go through the Book of Genesis, yeah. And so every Monday we'll talk about the week ahead oh, and we'll unpack great. the hard stuff. So talking about like looking hard at Scripture and yes. like what does it make sense? That's what we're gonna do. Oh, I love it. Once a week, and Brilliant. so the same for Advent. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. so we can subscribe. It's already up. Because I'm already yep. subscribed. Yep, so already we up. can subscribe now. Mm-hmm. Monday morning. The 18th. The 18th. It'll kick off. And then December first, 2nd. Oh, 2nd. Good girl. On Monday, we'll get our first <laughs> Advent episode. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all are brilliant. Y'all are well, making the Bible. I just can't wait till we get to heaven. The Lord goes like, look how many people got into this because of y'all. Look how many people read my word every day because of y'all. It's crazy. just going to be an ocean. Of and humans. then we'll turn to all of the people beside us yeah. and before mm-hmm. us and say, look at all of these people who helped make that That's what's going to take so long in yeah, heaven is we're all going to be like, well, thank them. And they'll be yeah. like, well, thank them. And they'll yeah. be like, well, thank them. I love that. I feel the same way. Yeah. Um, Ray, will you just um, pray for us to close? Yeah. I will. I will. All right, everybody listening. Just Don't you close are. your eyes if you're keep, driving. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your word that is firm and secure and undefiled and unfading and unshakable. And we thank you that when we hold on to it, that it doesn't slip. Mm -hmm. Um, We thank you that you are not safe, and we thank you for how safe you are. We thank you that you are, you were God with us when you came as a baby, and we thank you that you will be God with us when you return. And we thank you so much in this moment that you are God with us wherever we are in this room right now, that you are God with us. And that promise never gets old. Uh, so, Father, I ask that you um, you bless our listeners. Um, Lord, draw them to you. 
draw them to you by your spirit, by your word, by your saints, and and go with us um, that we may know you more. Amen. 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 A thrill of hope. Man, every time those She Reach Truth girls, y'all, they bring it every time. Hey, I just want to remind you, go ahead and get your Advent supplies together. It starts on December 1st. Remember, the code is TSF, for that sounds fun, TSF Advent, and you get 15% off all their Advent products until they sell out. So hurry and scurry and go do that so that they get to your house before we start celebrating Advent on December 1st. I'm so grateful for the work of She Reach Truth, He Reach Truth, Kids Reach Truth, the way they are just helping us. No matter what our experience has been so far with Scripture and with the Bible, they are giving us stuff to read every day. And I think that is so, so helpful. So I hope you'll plan to jump in with us on December 1st. Go ahead and get the book from their website, whether you're a she or a he or a kid, and join us as we kick off on December 1st. Again, you're going to want to go to shopshereadstruth.com, and the code is TSF. Advent. And make sure you give them a follow on socials. Tell Amanda, Bible Williams, and Rachel Myers, thanks so much for being on the show. And if you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs. F as in Friday, because we recorded on a Friday, and then we went and had some Mexican food and some guacamole, and it was awesome. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. Hey, I just want to remind you, I am going on tour in February, March with my good buddy, JP Pacluda, Mike Grayson and Cheryl Stark. You can learn more at CompassionLive.com. It's called the Love Better Tour. It is going to be so, so fun. And some of the dates are selling out. So make sure you go check that out. Again, it's CompassionLive.com and look for, well, just look for my face at the Love Better Tour. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out and do something that sounds fun to you and I will do the same. And we will see you back here on Monday with our good buddy, Jeremy Courtney. Y'all have a great weekend.